Wait, what do you what do you think about like doing just like straight up improv? Because we've both taken UCB improv classes. I mean, I don't think people are gonna like that. We're not very funny. We're not very good at improv. I don't know. I think it'd be okay. I think it'd be all right if we tried. Um, you just edit it out if it doesn't. Yeah, you're right. Okay. There's no bad ideas right now. All right, so I'll just like initiate with a premise and then. Okay. Sure. It's been so long since we've flown a kite together, my brother Kyle. But it's nice to just be sitting here on this windy hill and flying our dragon-shaped kite together. Yeah. Um, do you want to buy a jet ski? I see. I think that like you're maybe like a little irresponsible with the time that you spend money, but it but it's good that you know we can have these conversations while flying a kite together because I feel like we rarely get to talk about these things. See, the cool thing about riding a jet ski is you can still you can fly a kite. It's a little dangerous. I guess you could tie it to the back of your jet ski, and um, do, do you like? What am I doing? No, I, no, this is good. I I uh, I. Why? Why do you like? Because I know you're really into extreme sports. Is that why you want to buy a jet ski? No, I think it would be cool. On um, I need a new Facebook banner page photo, and I think one of me on a jet ski would get a lot of likes. Well, well, here's why I, you know, arranged for us to be here today. I think that you're too obsessed with posting pictures of yourself on social media doing extreme things. Okay, I will say, this is a very beautiful way to arrange a, a hard conversation. Thank you. Um, yeah, let's keep that in. That was pretty funny. What? That's the end of... No, no, no. <laughs> Hello. Welcome uh, to Maybe Don't, a variety show hosted by your friends Kevin and Yusong. Yusong, say hi. Hello. Each episode, we have an opening segment and a closing segment. Um, this opening segment is going to be an opening monologue from me and Yusong. Yusong, say hi again. All right, here we go. Hello, everyone. I've got some jokes for the opening monologue. Great. Hey, Kevin. Oh, it's like a com- Hi. Um, you hear about this new Zune? The Microsoft Zune? No. It's uh, supposed to be a competitor to the iPod. It's an appropriate name because pretty soon they're going to be zooming out of their profit margins. Because <laughs> I don't think it's going to be very successful. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Okay, maybe right. we shouldn't go that mean, though. Um, here, I'll do okay, one. Okay, you got one. Hey, you song. Yeah, hey, Kevin. Do you know about riding lawnmowers? No, what's that like? They're like a a, lo- a walking lawnmower, but instead of walking with it, you're sitting on you're sitting down. Uh huh. And it's like, hey, kick your feet up, have a nice time. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to the show, everyone. Um, my name's Yusung. I'm Kevin. We're both podcast producers. Uh, maybe you've heard of the shows Doughboys or Hollywood Handbook. Most likely, you have. And we're not just. I'd saying say that. there's a 100 percent yeah. chance you have. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to do a podcast because we wanted to conquer the industry on the airwaves, not from behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But ironically, we could not produce this podcast, like our own podcast. This show has been <laughs> almost an entire year in the making, with highs and lows. Yeah. In several failed attempts. Yeah. After a long hiatus of not releasing the show. Mm-hmm. We decided to do it. <laughs> this is probably take 15 of month 11. Okay, I'd like to walk everyone through take one. Take one, we wanted to do a semi-scripted, semi-improvised podcast about, a, it was like Kevin and Yusung rob a bank. And so it was like, going to be like very, very funny. We were going to try to have guests on. And, uh, but then we realized that as we were starting to like plan it and, and write it all out, we realized that like, it's basically like writing a TV show. You're writing a whole season of material. And so we were like, this is way too difficult. The other thing is we didn't know each other. Yeah. So it was a lot of, what should our first episode be like? Right. Also, where are you from? <laughs> and co-hosting a podcast with a stranger is pretty difficult. Yeah. Fortunately, we have grown to become close friends over mm-hmm. the last year. Mm-hmm. But it was like... 
signing up for a relationship. Yeah. With someone you met on Craigslist. Should we do a, a monologue about dating? Okay, here Craigslist? we go. Here we go. Meeting people on Craigslist. Here we go. Here we go. Have you ever, hey, you song, have you ever met someone on Craigslist before? No, what's that like? It's not too different than meeting you because it's, it's actually crazy strange. You don't know this person. You're just reading a couple sentences on the meet, meet someone section. And the, it could be very dangerous. You could get killed. Yeah. Or um, skinned alive. Mm-hmm. Or you could meet a new friend. It was almost identical to our first interaction. <laughs> Should we flash back to that? Yes. All right, let's flash back to that. Um... Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, I'm oh my so god, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh my god, are you are you okay? I'm so sorry. You're 25 minutes late. <laughs> so, um, the first time that Kevin and I hung out, I had suggested to meet at a cafe that was like close to my apartment, mm-hmm. and then I was 25 minutes. Late I obliged because I did not keep track of my time, and I apologized so profusely that first time and the second and third time you song slept in yeah and we yeah like he said we agreed upon a place very close to his (laughs) super close to super close to his place i knew from the moment you were like 1101 yeah that you were going to be very apologetic about it Mm -mm. and it was kind of enjoyable to watch which i feel guilty saying but i was like man he is in his zone right now (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I think like I've been trying not to apologize as much recently, but I don't really know what that looks like. Um, I'd say you're doing a better job at that when we went out to dinner last week. Wow. Yeah. 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 You, I mean, this wasn't an apology (laughs) necessary situation, but our waiter (laughs) was ignoring us Yes, and you called them out. Well, I did this thing where it was just like. You know when you watch something unfold right before your eyes, which is just like they this person ignores you and goes to the other table, mm-hmm. even though there's there's no good reason to be ignored. So I made eye contact with this person the whole time that he was walking, and he just refused to make eye contact with me. So as another person came by, I was like, I'm so sorry. I think I did apologize. No one has been around me I don't for a think while. you did. Really? I think you just said... I might have blacked out. Did I grab them by the collar? I think you were like... Hey, we can we get you did apologize. Yeah, I think I did. I'm, I'm sorry. No one's been here for a while. Um, <laughs> and then we ordered from another person. But and we all tipped twenty percent. You're with a table full of cowards who are all just like <laughs> shocked watching you demand our our service. It was very admirable. Yeah, well, we I all was, applauded you. <laughs> that was really nice to, to be in such an encouraging table. But I also think it was because like I was having a very, very grumpy week. We all benefited though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So how would you rate the success of me sitting with a piano in front of me? I'd say 10. It's great. Really? Yeah. It, it's um scoring our emotional scarring. Maybe that was a Freudian slip. It's scarring our emotional journey. Um, okay. I've been playing in a community orchestra, violin, where we play Studio Ghibli soundtracks. So like my neighbor Totoro, Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle. I run the risk of sounding very dramatic here, but it is truly one of the few times I felt really, really happy to be in LA because it had nothing to do with work. I think that like trying to do anything in the entertainment industry, everything feels like work. Like even when you're eating food it's, or like thinking, you're thinking about like, what can I tweet about this food that I'm eating, et cetera, et cetera. And this had nothing to do with work. And so it's just fun to play with a bunch of UCLA students. I'm not that good at violin, but it's fun to do anyway. And um, there's a performance coming up and the, and the dress code is either concert wear or cosplay, <laughs> which is incredible. So I wanted to like, if violin, you know, wasn't like a physical thing that you put on your shoulder, I would want to dress up as, as like a giant Totoro and just play violin like that. I think it'd be friggin' adorable. That is so cool. Thank you. That you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Very happy that you're doing that. Mm-hmm. I found a grocery list from last year that I think is kind of interesting. Do you want to play some of the music and then I could read some of the <laughs> the things on there? <laughs> All right. I don't because I play violin. I'll I'll just play like a dreamy piece and then we'll hear your grocery list. Okay. Great. Here we go. 
Waffles. <laughs> smoothie. Not the ingredients, just smoothie. Meatball sub. You're a vegan. Vegan meatball sub. Which is a good setup for the next thing on here. Vegan breakfast burrito. Hummus. <laughs> Black bean dip. Salad. <laughs> Toasted green beans. Chili. Last thing, vegan sandwich. Everyone, welcome to the show. This is Maybe Don't with Kevin and Yisung. My name's Yisung. I'm Kevin. And uh, this is a this is a podcast made by two podcast producers who thought, how hard could it be to make a podcast? Turns out, very, very difficult. 11 months later. 11 yeah. months later, several coffees, several Google Docs later. But we landed on this. It's a variety show. We'll have an opening and closing segment, and in the in the middle, we're just hanging out, playing it loose, chillaxing in the waves. Your song's doing the wave right now. I'm trying really hard, Kevin. What do you what do you think about us finally having reached a conclusion to this 11 month saga? I'm stoked. We have attempted this show, I think 15 times, and chickened out mm -hmm. after every recording. Yeah, we never released it, mm -hmm. and took a break and became actual friends. Yeah. Because we didn't really know each other that well. We were just like, we should we should do this, right? This seems right. I will say like because we're friends now, do you think that it's a bad idea to do a podcast together? I mean this question with 100% sincerity. Like truly. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I've like I've like joked before in the past like the quickest way to ruin a friendship is to start a podcast with someone. I believe that. I've already felt some guilt because you've like texted me a lot of ideas leading up to this record and I've replied with, I'm sorry, I'm playing League of Legends with a friend right now. I can't respond. But I also feel guilty because I know that because I've been sending you a lot of stuff that that has also, I have sensed that I'm probably overwhelming you. <laughs> so I'll send you three or four ideas all okay. in a row. Mm-hmm. And then you won't respond for a few hours, and then I feel like, oh man, I think I, I probably like freaked him out. I, I've I've like uh, usually I don't do anything. I just sit on my floor and like think about the world and my mistakes. I do that too. We have that in common. We have that in common. But lately, this past week, I've been doing things. One of the times I couldn't respond because I was at a color me mine. What's that? It's where you paint a mug and then they like fire up the mug for you. Fire up the mug. It's like you paint a ceramic mug, but then it needs to like be cooked. Yeah. In an oven. I don't know if any of this is right, but it's like a anyway. You pay you pay like a pretty high fee considering what you're doing. Should we revisit that? Okay, let's revisit the color me mine. Hello, sir. Hello. Welcome to color me mind. Mind. Mine. Thank you for correcting me. This is something I should have figured out. I'm sorry. Is this your first day? Yes. Oh, okay. First week. Oh, okay. Because I thought I was going to be nervous, but I think that. Welcome to color me mine. A, a mug store where... <laughs> Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. I feel like I know more than you. And I don't mean to say that in like a very aggressive way. And I'm sorry for being so imposing. It's just... You can't apologize for it okay. when you say, when your opening line is, I think I know more than you. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, Okay. I will say, maybe just to like expedite this whole process, rather than it being a mug store, I think I'm about to purchase a mug. But the bulk of this commercial exchange is me painting the mug. So far, I have drawn a very big head. <laughs> I'm drawing. I draw on the mug. <laughs> I'm drawing my own. Unrelated. Okay, you're free to do that. Anyway, I would like to just draw this, paint on this mug. I, I see here that I get to choose five colors. You give me those paints. Yes. And then we paint a mug. Can I reveal something to you, Kyle? 
Yeah. Okay. I'm very scared because I feel like, oh, by the way, this is my girlfriend. Hey. Hi. Okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm very scared because while she's a very good artist, I am not. And so I feel like she's about to see me in a very, very insecure position. Do you have any advice for that? Hmm. That sounds more like relationship advice. And I am a mug employee. <laughs> That's an oversimplification. Let your guard down. And... Mm. Um, have fun. This is a almost a test. <laughs> and if you fail, mm-hmm. it'll probably not ruin the relationship, <laughs> um, but put a shed a, a negative light. Yeah. But if it goes well, um, it's another step toward progress in a loving life together. Hmm. So no pressure, long story short. What ivory or ivory, please. So anyway, we're broken up now. That sucks. Yeah. Um, but, but like, but like, anyway, the the actual color me mine experience, like, there were so many like, <laughs> I didn't say anything, but there were just like a lot of supportive glances exchanged. Do you know what I mean? That's great. Yeah. And so I can I tell you about my mug, please. It was I painted it blue, and then on the outside I just wrote the word unemployed, because I thought that'd be funny. Yeah. Maybe like fun employed. Well, it already happened. So did she like that? She liked that. And afterwards, like, so the Color Me Mind employee went around and the person that I was with was a really, really good artist. And so the, the employee was like, wow, that's so good, referring to her mug. And then, and then like, pivoted to me and was like, what are you making? Yeah. <laughs> like, truly, like, the same tone that she's said for a 10-year-old's birthday party, I'm sure thousands of times at this point. Um, um, but once I told her the premise of my mug, she was like, oh, that's funny. What did, uh, once you explained it? Yeah, once I explained what did, it. Uh, what was hers like? Hers was just like, just like a, like a, a pastel landscape filled with, like, um, it was really creative because in the inside of the mug, on the bottom, she drew, like, a face. So once wow. you drank to the end, you could see a face. Was it her own face or just a face? No, it was the main character from the anime One Punch Man. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's like a really silly, like goofy, egg-shaped face. Wow. Yeah. Did you draw anything on the inside of your mug? No. Sure. Yeah. I wouldn't have either. Have you ever have you ever painted anything? Um, no. Hmm. <laughs> hi, are you you? Hi, yeah. Um thank Re- you. Reggie, hi. Hi, yes. Um thank you for for meeting me. I know you have a like a busy schedule. Yeah, no problem. I'm uh I'm excited. So you are a Twitch user, streamer? Yeah, I'm I've I've been streaming for a little bit of time and I you know can I just say something maybe a little impolite? Please, yeah. I've done a, a lot of these sessions before. I've, I feel like I've heard everything. It was, you know, it was really expensive for me to hire like a Twitch mentor. It, yeah, it um, was expensive. But you know, now that I'm here, I feel like it could really like change my life for the better. Absolutely. And I'm a. I've been doing this for a long time, and I, I guess I can say the uh, results speak for themselves. Okay, great. Um, I've been streaming for like maybe like three or four months and it's just like great to play video games and, and connect with people. And I feel like I just like try to create a space where it's okay to be like anxious and, and that kind of stuff. Yes. So you are definitely new. Uh-huh. And you are, what is your goal here? I think my goal, it was, I started streaming just to not, not be lonely, but then I was like very enamored with that kind of lifestyle, um, mm-hmm. like watching others. So I was like, maybe I could do that for a living. Wow. Any big influences for you? You know, there's like, you know, streamers who are like really good at the game and that's why they're popular mm-hmm. or, you know, games like League of Legends or like PUBG or Overwatch. And then uh, there's like streamers who are there for like their personalities. And so like th- those those are the big influencers for me. Which do you lean toward more? I just the, the personality people. Personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's great. That's helpful for me. Is there anything in... I see on Twitter you're pretty sad, right? Is that your brand, you would say? I I think I am sad. Okay. And if you were to ascribe a brand to it, it would happen to be sadness. Okay, yeah. Sounds like a different session. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, sad, great. So we can definitely... You might like a therapy session. Yes. Okay. Um, I also do that as well. A uh, little more expensive, but um, okay. if you're interested. Yeah, I just... Can I just say something? Because I feel I feel like I haven't really like 
it's been some time. You charge by the dozen minutes, which is yes, I charge by the dozen minutes. Okay, and so I feel like you know I'm cheaper by the dozen minutes is my what my card says. Yeah, and it's really funny. But I just like I feel like I've been here for a while and I haven't really gotten any good advice. So if you could just like give me like one piece of advice just to make sure like you know I can trust your opinion. Okay. Be different. Oh no! Copy (laughs) the greats. I think that is great advice that has worked for for years and for many people. Can I just ask you a question? This may be unrelated. Go for it. What qualifications do you have, like, to do this as a job? Do you know Ninja? See, I'm a little worried because you answered my question with another question, but yes, I do. I do know Ninja. He's a very popular streamer. His original name was Average Rob. I don't think that ninjas. And I told him, Ninja. And now he's the most popular Twitch streamer of all time. So if you wanted to get Ninja on the phone right now, I'm assuming you could. I absolutely could. I just, I don't, again, I don't mean to impose. Sure. Could you get him on the phone? My phone is actually dead right now. Mm. Um, I was up all night Mm -hmm. helping clients. Mm -hmm. Um, Can I just ask, like, specifically, what's one thing that you did to help a client? I don't, again, I don't mean to be, I don't mean to be so. It was Ninja. He was asking for advice uh, for content suggestions. And this is a thing we normally do at night. A lot of the great artists work at night. We're kind of night owls that way. Okay. Ninja and I. You know, that's a thing that a lot of streamers do. Okay. And I told him, change your hair color. So, these I, okay. Can I just can I have can I have a piece of advice that I maybe would not see on a motivational poster? Okay, you want to talk about personality on Twitch? Um, yeah. I well, I I just want to exhibit my personality. Exhibit your personality, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad, okay. self-deprecating, uh, and funny. Oh, okay. And polite. Lean into it. If I wanted to. I have to to go. So this is our show. It's like loosely kind of like a late night variety show, loosely kind of just like a radio chat show. Kevin, Mm -hmm. we are both podcast producers. Mm -hmm. If I were to say, hey, my friend and his friend, two very nervous people have a podcast idea where it's like kind of like a late night show, kind of like a radio talk show. What advice would you have for them? I would say mm-hmm. make it weird. Mm. Don't make it traditional. Yeah, like a, like you're not trying to appeal to like the masses, but rather to like a niche audience. Yeah, do what we like. Mm-hmm. Do what we like, okay. I think the first 11 months we spent trying to make this podcast was reverse engineering popular podcast ideas yeah. and doing things that we assumed other people would like and what we assumed people would like of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is and not... the difference is now we're doing stuff for us. Yeah, so th- th- that feels good. I-, I personally like, and and I feel like we should say this, we're 100% in it for the for the art. For the, for the art, yes. I'm just going to just call this out as a small edit point because I feel like... I don't I don't know if we should reveal that on air that it's I mean I'm definitely doing it for the money. Who's supposed to be editing? <laughs> I don't know. We haven't talked about that. Okay, if I'm editing, I'm not I'm not editing. What does that mean? We're just going to do what a lot of podcasters do mm-hmm. and when the audio stops, we say send to the masses. <laughs> I forgot that I forgot that Pro Tools has this <laughs> new feature. Control where, S. Yeah, you just send to the masses, and it mm-hmm. recognizes that and puts it on iTunes. Okay, well, I I feel like I'll edit then. But if, if that's the case, then how do you feel about like sixty forty? Sixty forty. You? Yeah. 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 Hmm. It almost seems fair. I would oh, because you're editing. Yeah. 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 Okay. And if I edit, I get sixty forty. I don't. It sounds like your version of editing might be a little different. It it sounds like it just involves saying "send to the masses" at the end of the at the end of a record. Okay, fifty nine minus one. Oh no, four forty nine. I can already fifty one forty nine. Fifty one forty nine. That's fairly reasonable. I 
To be honest, that's a generous second offer. I thought that I thought that you would go fifty nine. Deal. 40, okay. <laughs> hey, Kevin. Hi. <laughs> oh, that was such an unassuming, carefree hi. I wanted welcome to. You sung as Kevin about his background, um, and nervously says, "You're from the Midwest, right?" Uh huh. What song is that? Um, I don't know if it is just a song. Should I should I play something that definitely won't be the theme? I should have seen this coming. Have you? What date did you play that? <laughs> Two or one? <laughs> I don't know. It's like a third date kind of thing when things get serious. And then sure. You, then you play the Super Mario Brothers scene. But anyway, Kevin, you're from the Midwest. Did you play sports? Yes. I played basketball, football, baseball as a child. Mm. And then um, volleyball in high school. Were you a setter? No. I was a attacker. For the freshman sophomore year, okay, and then everyone else got taller, mm. so then I became the back guy, the, the bumper, the bumper. I don't know if any of these. I know that setter is effect. Mm-hmm. I think it's like term. setter, attacker, libero, libero. Yeah, he or she mm-hmm. rotates in the back with the like front center person. I did that. I experimented. Is libero like? Do you mean baritone? No, although they should sing. That would be cool. I will say that like a part of the something that I'm very envious about about volleyball teams is that it seems like such a, a supportive environment. It is fun as hell. Yeah. Like when you like completely demolish the other team, you're like, hell yeah, and then everyone high fives. And when you don't do that well, everyone's like, that's okay, and high fives anyway. It's kind of fun because the whole objective is to slam a ball against the ground too. <laughs> um, yeah. The, 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 yeah, that's an underrated action. Do you think that we doing a podcast together should occasionally high five? No, never. <laughs> okay. But I yeah. will say it kind of like it is a its own volleyball match where we're setting for each oh, other, boy. And bumping and spiking. Uh, okay, yeah, I, that's it, right? Uh, I think that like I don't know. I think I think part of the reason that I was drawn to the setter role is it's just like you can you can help out. Hmm, this segment kind of seems like it's turning into you song, ask about Kevin's background, and then hopes that Kevin asks more questions about you song's background. So I'll bite you song. Did you play volleyball or like setting? <laughs> Look, when it was the volleyball unit in high school, shit was fun as hell. You can just set. And then someone else would take the responsibility, but you know that you're helping out the society of your team. That's kind of like the role of a producer, right? Mm, we did it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, do you think that, like, okay, this is a this is a different topic. What did you think producing meant before you actually started doing it? And I'm not talking about the vegetable section at a Whole Foods. Nice. Thank you. I knew of movie producers before Mm -hmm. podcast producers like I think most people so for film producers I just assumed it was being in charge of the money Mm. and then with the monies with podcast (laughs) you're in charge of no monies yes I didn't really know Mm. I just assumed you helped out with whatever they needed help with yeah like coming up with ideas. I think that's mm. what I thought it was. Like you're the brainstormer slash researcher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like an intern. Yeah. Being a podcast producer is like a glorified intern. I Yeah. I think that like it is, I've jokingly said this, but I mean it. It's like a lot of your job is just being nice and being organized. I think that if you have those two skills, then you can probably do this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't expect that podcast producing would be so like, Random. Uh, it is pretty rando. I. <laughs> what is it to you? I think that like uh well to me in the in the immediate it is calling a lot of grocery chains to see if they have any novelty snacks. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, but in the abstract, I didn't even know what the word producer meant. Even after I started doing it, I was just like, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, just saying yes to like a bunch of little things. 
I guess we can explain to the listener more specifically what it is. Yeah. Like, what is podcast producing? Is that interesting or is that dry and boring? Dry and boring. <laughs> what are we, an old piece of toast? I the the look of satisfaction before you even spoke <laughs> i knew this was going to be a gem <laughs> mm-hmm. but i feel like people will either be like yes i want to know or people will be like what are you even talking about so i feel like we should take that risk well let's talk about that yeah there's this little thing called itunes ever heard of it okay i'll anyway. hold on before we talk about it i think we should talk more about should we talk about it <laughs> So what are the pros and cons of talk? Like, I think we already said the con is it could be really boring. The cons are it could be really boring. I con- compared to this, by the way. Yes, compared to this, yeah. this this next part could be super could boring. Could be a super boring. Pros? I don't think we're done with cons. Okay. <laughs> People could re- get angry. Yeah, especially given financial support. You know, if they have given financial support. If they've given financial support, they probably would feel like they got ripped off. Ripped off. And their money stolen by two con men. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can I talk to you about a pro? Sure. Okay. Pros. Producer in the name. That's just a hint. Latin. I don't know if producer's Latin. I, I think that pro is like, if you're a fan of podcasting, and I'm guilty of this with everything that I do. I get really, really into it. So I want to find out like everything. I want all the information. So the pro, the listener could feel mm-hmm. like they are seeing behind the scenes mm-hmm. and feel they are even more part of the show. Kevin, I feel like the con of that conversation being more boring than this conversation is slowly fading in the sense that we should. Okay, here's, I have to take charge. Here's what podcast producing is. Hold on. Were there any other pros? Because so far we have two cons and one pro. And I like the pro of it being behind the scenes. Um, I think the other pro... Another pro is that it's kind of interesting, maybe. Okay, it is kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. A little, It's pretty similar to the first one. So, yeah, I guess we're two and two. Dealer's choice, and I leave it up to you. Me? Yeah, what do you choose? I think that we should talk about it. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Podcast producing. I don't mean... I don't mean... Unfortunately, that's all the time we have. <laughs> Welcome to How Can You Sung and Kevin Take Protective Measures with Their Friendship. It's not compromised by the fact that we're doing a podcast together. Hey, that's a good idea. Yeah. Why do you think most of my ideas are bad? Okay. Rule number one. Let's... Plan friendship days. Yeah. Things mm-hmm. that are non-podcast related. Yes. Because the first 11 months of knowing you, <laughs> all we did was talk about a podcast yeah. that we weren't good at making. Right. Okay, rule number two. Maybe we should bring food here. Ooh, I like, oh, here? No, 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 like, like, like records. We just have like a snack or like a food. I'm afraid people won't like the sound of that, though. No, I mean, like, before you record. <laughs> oh, um, maybe. I don't like eating on a full stomach. I don't think anyone likes eating on a full stomach. Zing. <laughs> okay, I guess we're good. That's a good point. Rule number three. Mm-hmm. I already said friendship days. So the snack thing. We have food covered. Try new things together. Have you ever gone skydiving? Is that something that you want to do? I did up until recently when I found out the amount of people that died from it. Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. But maybe we watched people skydive? (laughs) Wait, I have a question. Like go to the landing zone? (laughs) Wait, did you really want to go skydiving? Yeah, and then I heard about someone. There's, I think... I don't know if a comedian or a musician or something who mm-hmm. recently is now in a wheelchair because oh my God. they are paralyzed from skydiving. So did you look up like the percentage of people that either get killed or injured while skydiving? I guess I'll do that right now. Okay. Um, and then maybe do you want to think of another idea? Okay. Percentage of people <laughs> killed skydiving. 
Wow, in 2013, 3.2 million jumps out of airplanes and only 24 people were killed. Wow. Okay, that's not that bad. That's not that bad. That's a death likelihood of about eight in a million jumps. Mm. Well, that's pretty good. I guess we should go sky. I think it might be more fun to like, and I'm not a big drinker, but like pregame and watch <laughs> skydivers. Like watching people knowingly take that risk of being eight in a million. Do you think that like it's the same? It's the same principle that I think like if you watch someone good at dancing, you feel like you're dancing. Yes, mm-hmm. it'll feel like we're skydiving, mm-hmm. and we can bring the snacks because <laughs> we won't be recording, and I won't be nervous about recording on a full stomach. This is true. So friendship days. I guess this covers all of it. This is a friendship day where we bring snacks and we watch people skydive. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Do you not want to do that? I just, who watches people skydive? I think that. Us. No, I meant like before us. I don't know if anyone's ever done that unless you're like related to the people that are skydiving. Doesn't that sound cool though? That we're we the, just watch? We're the first people to watch skydivers. I think I'd get jealous of a while because I feel like people after they get done, they feel great. And then we're just there. Oh well, yeah. Maybe it'll bum us out. Okay. I think that. Okay, well, I. What do you want to do? I feel like. I don't want to watch people skydive. I feel like I was going to say, I feel like whatever I say, you're probably going to disagree with based on the nature of this conversation. Okay, but here we go. I would like to go on a hike. Oh my God. That sucks. Think about it as skydiving, but horizontally, and you're walking. And you feel like you've accomplished something at the end. Maybe we just don't do a podcast. Sunday morning, trash is falling. Steal some trash, cover your trash. Trash is shrouding us in moments that are even more trash. I trash to get the trash out of my window. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of That's Trash with Kevin and Yusong. We each episode discuss the horrible burning place that we call Earth and stuff that, quite frankly, is, um, well, trash. Did you know, according to the World Watch Institute, 100 billion plastic bags are thrown away each year, but only 0.6% of them end up getting recycled. The rest go on to pollute the land and water and kill an estimated 1 billion birds and mammals who ingest them. Did you know that people who take a long time at drive-thrus are just shitty assholes and they are just taking your time? They always know what they're ordering. They're doing it intentionally. Thank you, Yusong. Americans make up only 5% of the world's population, but we consume more than 30% of its resources and are responsible for 22% of its carbon emissions. Maybe that's because we haven't had a president who's focused on changing this behavior. I'm sorry, and I don't always like to get political. Hey, if you're my dad, and you're not very supportive of me when I'm practicing my instrument, go into the other room, okay? I can't deal with that negativity, and I need a supportive environment. We'll see you next week. All right, we've now reached the point of the show um, for our guest interview. And due to our studio constraints, Kevin, I'm going to have to ask you to leave while I do this interview. It's embarrassing that we can't accommodate three people. Right. But I do want to do something else. So Mm -hmm. I understand. Okay. Well, it'll only be a quick second. So I'll, I'll see you in a bit. Please welcome... A man who needs no introduction, but I will introduce him anyway. He is a fourth grade teacher who has just about had it with all these kids bringing their parents in for teacher conferences. Welcome, Mr. Bolshevik. Hi, my name is Jerry Bolshevik. Thank you for having me. First. Yeah, you- it is frustrating that I know it's parent-teacher conference, but I think sometimes people forget the second word, which is teacher. Mm. You know, it's... A lot of venting, and honestly, 
I'm not your therapist. This is a conversation. Right. And I, I feel like, um, and another thing, sorry, I just don't get a lot of time. No, 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 please. This is your space. This is your platform. It's like, trust me. Okay. When they hear, Oh, my kid, uh, says that the playtime is too short. He's 10. Yeah. I am in charge. I am an adult. Trust that I have a schedule that accommodates playtime and classes and lunch and the potty breaks and the nap time. It all flows, okay? Well, you've. I think the reason that you've started to make headlines and the reason that you're here today is because you started doing this thing where you'll pick children up by the collar and just kind of like hold them up when their parents arrive. And, and you'd like, you know, that that's how you demonstrate, like you're trying to start a movement and I totally understand. Um, could you just explain what you're trying to accomplish? The most embarrassing thing about being a kid is being small. And I think we can all agree upon that. Mm. When a child is lifted mm-hmm. to the to adult level, mm-hmm. they feel and act more like an adult. Mm. They all have a common reaction that us adults always say, whoa, you know, I wasn't expecting that. Right. Uh, um, and I know you have a strict, like, no, like for the parents, you make them wear, like, children's-sized clothing, and they have to enter t- through, like, a smaller door? I'm all about flipping stereotypes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you can see I'm wearing a, a priest garb. Uh-huh. I'm not a priest, but right. often I am a, a teacher in the way that a— Th- Thank goodness, a priest in a school? Do you not like that? No, oh, I was oh, just trying to make of, a like, joke. sexual assault? no. What's the joke? I'm just going to mark this point for edit. No, I was just saying like, so you are doing the edits. (laughs) Welcome back to the show. I think this is a good point now to talk about. This is the second segment, right? (laughs) This is the second segment. Great. Um, There definitely haven't been 14 different, uh, surely improvised, heavily edited uh, scenes right before this. Definitely not us sitting in the room panicking saying what else what else what else yeah yeah yeah. yeah. looking at notebooks that are both empty (laughs) second segment talking about our goals for the podcast okay i have a few i would like to just connect with people more it's nice to perform although this isn't in front of people technically um it'd be nice to get a little you know let's not beat around the bush extra income coming in ironically and to you know just like do comedy instead of be behind the scenes. Honestly, I, I agree with 100% of that. Mm-hmm. I think people will enjoy hearing our dynamic because yeah. they probably, I think like you said earlier, listen to Handbook or Doughboys mm-hmm. and are familiar with both of us but don't know that we are we have become friends and mm-hmm. love hanging out and have our own rapport. Yeah. I'm excited to continue to grow that with you mm-hmm. and then also to share it with people. Mm-hmm. Also, it is exciting. This is like a platform now where we people get to hear 100% of us rather than just chiming in. Mm. And it, it feels cool to have like, this is our show, yeah. you know? So I'm, I'm excited about that, that we can explore creatively different ideas and do different things that are fun for us. Mm-hmm. I am excited about, like you said, some extra money. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I would like a lot, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But mostly I'm doing this for the fans. Um, yeah, it yeah, feels, yeah, yeah. It feels like it's time to to do this. You know, mm-hmm. we've experimented with it for a while. Um, money would be really cool. Yeah. And I, I just, like, on your point about the fans, like 100% this is for the fans. Like, mm-hmm. You know, everything that I try to make, I try to do in service of other people. And not to get dark, but, and I've I've talked about this to you privately. Yeah. I felt like I was getting in a dark place personally because mm-hmm. I had all of this energy that I, I did. I didn't have like an outlet for it. Yeah. And I felt like I was like just destructing and imploding because I, I wanted to do a thing, music or a podcast or write or something. Yeah. And I think we both relate with having like anxiety and having energy and wanting to put it towards something. And it is so exciting that we now both have this thing. Right. Well, I, I've also said to you very seriously that I want an iPad and I don't have enough money. Yeah. And I want money and I don't have enough money. Yeah. And so like, you know, it's 
it's just great. I just want to interact with like a community. Investing in a Roth IRA, just, mm-hmm. just have some security. Like how does an LLC work? Yeah. We might be in a situation where mm. we have so much money that that is a thing we have to do. And new iPads come out every year. And so I would like the newer one instead of the older one. We will also learn more about ourselves, I think. Yeah. We're probably going to have deeper conversations, kind of psychoanalyzing ourselves, which is cool and scary. The Apple store just has like, I need to buy like a new PDF reader. And that, that also costs some money. This is a short story called Please Thank You. I'm sorry, this is my first exorcism. Could I use your bathroom? No, you're right. I'll go afterwards. Thank you for restraining him to the bed. I'll just need a second to get ready. What? Did I bring a... What? I'm, I'm sorry, he's being really, really loud. Oh, I do have a Bible. And here's a... Oh, no. It spilled a little on my back. Anyway, I have some holy water with me, too. Okay, here we go. Dear Spirits... It is incredibly rude of you. I'm sorry. Let me start again. No, I, I promise. I promise. Pastor Evanston taught me how to do this. Dear spirits who have possessed this child of God, I compel you to leave this mortal realm and to go home. Please. Otherwise, I call on the power of God to purge you from the physical being of Kyle. Wait, what was his last name again? Thank you. Kyle Brennan. No, please. I'm, I'm so sorry. I can do this. I have to get this right. Otherwise, I'll never become a cardinal. Please. I understand it doesn't seem like the situation has gotten any better, but Pastor Evanston can't travel much in his old age. Plus, he's organizing an ice cream social for our youth group. I can do this. Plus, I'm on spring break, so it's okay if this takes a while. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We will drive you from us, whoever you may be. Unclean spirit. Jesus Christ. Sorry, I thought he was going to get me for a second. All satanic powers and infernal invaders. Oh, I think it worked. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, okay, I I know what's happening here. The spirit is going from him to me, and I'm sorry for vomiting. I'm sorry for killing all those who defy the teachings of Satan. That's not what I meant to say. I'm If I start screaming, it's, hellfire will rain down on humanity. I was I was going to say it's natural. I didn't mean to cough up so much blood. If you have Pastor Evanson's cell phone number, I would... I'm sorry for screaming. This is an unexpected amount of pain. It's the first time I've been possessed. I wonder if they still let me become a crucify those who do not worship the devil. Cardinal. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, strengthened by the intercession of, fuck, this hurts so badly, and the Immaculate Virgin Mary of God. Oh, I think it's, oh no. I'm sorry. It, it looks like it's back in your son. I don't, please, I'm so sorry. Please let me try again. I know I can do this. Okay, I'll get Pastor Evanston if this doesn't work. I'll find someone immediately. Okay. Hey, spirits. If you're here because this used to be your home, or one of us has sinned or has gone off track, I understand why you're doing this. But I know you can get there faster if you repent, if you look within yourself and not within the body of a human vessel, because this won't lead to what you want. It's only a distraction. In the name of forgiveness, we ask you to leave him be. Please, please leave him be. Thank you. I'll leave you to talk. It's really no problem. You must all be exhausted. I'll come by in a week or so to check in on everything. And please call me or the church if you need anything. Thank you. And I hope you have a nice day. Wow, I've never done video interview before. <laughs> it's, I guess, the, the way of the future. Uh, anyway, uh, guten Tag. My name is uh, Klaus Weber. I am 46. Let's see past experience um well i'm a mortician for 30 years hmm why would i be perfect candidate for the um baby baby gap well unfortunately i do have experience dressing children but uh, they aren't uh, they aren't squiggling around, <laughs> you know, like they are with you. Other strengths, I'd say um, f- flair. I like to add something that speak to that person. You know, whether it be uh, sassy bangs or a uh, cute earring. Um, hmm, weaknesses. <laughs> oh boy, no one ever likes to talk about this. I'd say driving a hearse, I'm very bad at. One time I uh, forget to close the back door and, uh, oh my God, uh, the body just went flying out. 
uh, my uh, dad was very, ang- very angry about that. I'm also, uh, you know, I say is a strength, but uh, other people say is a weakness. I'm a bit of an office prankster. You know, sometimes I uh, tape the eyelids of the body uh, open. People uh, normally do not like that. Um, also, one time I put scary uh, Joker makeup on the little girl, and they did not like that. But, you know, other than that, I'd say I'm uh, pretty good. Well, we did it. We did it. This is the end of the episode. We are going to finish the show um, by sharing what we've learned. (laughs) Kind of a thesis. Um, Do you want to go first or do you want me to? I'll go first. Um... Just throughout the course of doing this podcast, I've learned that um, if you're looking for a handyman to repair your kitchen sink, don't go to Best Buy. Go to a Bed Bath & Beyond, at least. Yeah, that's a good point. I always get my handyman from mm-hmm. Bed Bath & Beyond. Mm-hmm. Throughout the course of this months and months of making this podcast... Um, something I learned was if you pay $18 to see a three-hour Avengers movie, you can actually save yourself for three hours and read the Wikipedia page. Hey, what's the deal <laughs> with 5G on cell phones? I don't know what that is, Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know either. It turns out, if your grandma gives you a card with no money in it, you should still make sure you say thank you. And it actually sets a bad precedent if you don't. Other family members will find out and kind of make fun of you in a subtle way where after two or three times, you have to pull out your mom aside and say, are they referencing that I didn't say thank you to grandma when she gave me a St. Patrick's Day card? Hey, if you're bouncing a bouncy ball that you got from a mall kiosk, don't do it at the mall. Wait until you get home at least. It's so irresponsible. Go home. Go home. See you next week. See you next week.